Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of No Holds Barred. My name's Flav and I've got on the line Ryan. I won't use your surname, Ryan. It's all will become okay. clear, won't it? Yeah, it will indeed. Like people may if you people might listen to this and don't know what the Fighting Cop podcast is, but uh, Ryan has been on that. So that, it is the same Ryan. Um but right, what what is your job? What do you do? So I am a digital forensic analyst. Um I specialise in the mobile side, mobile phone side of things. Um, so, what what does it mean? What does that? What is what? What does a, uh, a digital forensic analyst do? What's it day to day? So, day to day, we'll get evidence that comes into the building, and they come in the shape of mobile phones, uh, computers. We even get drones every now and again. So you're um, sitting at your desk, and at some point during the day, a phone or a drone or a laptop lands on your desk. Yeah, correct, yeah. And what do you have to do? So our main objective is to extract the data from whichever device it is, um, and according to the remit, what's provided to us. So in the remit, we'll say, say for example, if I'm dealing with a mobile phone, they might want calls, contacts, messages. Uh, our whole job is basically to try and extract that information from the mobile phone. Police would need that information. Yes, yeah. Police would need that information. So we provide it in a, a more viewable format for them so we don't we try not to interact with the mobile phone as much as we can what do you mean the the phone itself you mean yeah physically the physical sense yeah the the physical sense so we'll scroll through it but we won't go through like people's messages and stuff like that just in case we change the data um it's kind of like a data protection act kind of thing right so i think we need to start so what so what your 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 what would why would the police need this information typically um say for example if it was an indecent images case and they've been communicating with i don't know someone underage that we'd obviously need to provide them with um like calls contacts messages um 
which could help aid someone's investigation. Mm. Do you, do you, um, so, 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 so they've got, you've got the phone and they need specific information and the mm-hmm. power of the police have the power if they believe a crime has been committed to go break into a phone and uh, dis, um, dis extract data. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. So is there limits to what you can extract? Um, or are uh, you allowed to take everything? Are you allowed to look at everything? What? How do you know uh, what you're looking for? So, say for example, if it's a suspect's phone, we, we're we obliged to basically look at anything. Um, uh, it, it kind of just literally depends on what, what the officer wants. But say for example, if we've got a victim's phone, um we'll have there'll be certain like things that we can't see essentially um so there's something like called a a dpm which is a digital processing note which will outline things that we can't see why and uh why yeah um it's just because it's it's sensitive information to do with people underage um it's it's that along them kind of lines to be fair so where where does this so, what's a DPI mean? Uh, a DPN. 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 Is it, what, what does it mean? What does it stand for? A uh, digital processing note. So, um, it will basically be a conversation between the police and the victim as to what people can see and what they can't see. That's, so, is it essentially what... a, a lock that's already in place? So you're, you're prevented from seeing this information before it even gets to you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly that. Like a secure folder or something that you don't have access to? Uh no, it it's kind of like a document. So say if they've just sat down with um the victim, yep, and they might have had a conversation with regards to um what I can't uh, can or can't see. It's not like any specific application or anything like that. So you just have to make the conscious you you'll know that consciously you're not allowed to view this bit, but you could yeah you could yeah, if you yeah, wanted to. It, uh, I could if I wanted to, but that's not something that we do. No, no, I'm just saying the way it's a trust thing. It's a it's based yeah, on trust. Yeah, it's, exactly. There is yeah. a, a software in place that prevents you. Um, no, no. What? So typically, who? What kind of cases are you help, assisting the police with? Um, so it ranges to literally everything. Um, mainly. Um, we will assist with uh, indecent images cases. Um, when you so, say indecent images, what do you mean? <clears throat> so, like, so there's like, uh, there's nine nine categories which um, which images fall under. Um, so, you've got category A, category B, and category C, which are basically the the main the main categories which uh, criminals can basically get sent down for so um, possessing these images yeah possessing distributing um creating so our basically re- remit for an indecent case will be have they possessed it have they distributed it or have they even created it and we'll kind of try and go down them lines of inquiry. And the categories are based on the severity of the images or what, or whether or not? Yeah, yeah, exactly that. The categories, so category A is the severest. Um, 
and then category B and then category C. It how much I can discuss into that, obviously. No, no, don't, don't, don't. You don't have to yeah. be specific. I think yeah. we've all seen use the internet long enough to know that there's some mad shit out there. Yeah, you can, you can kind of think to yourself yeah. what it would be. And yeah, are, are you pre-warned as to what category the the case is or the images you are about to have to look at? Are you? Yeah. Or do you have to make that categorization? So the suspect would be arrested on the suspicion of uploading, I don't know, like a category A image or something. Yep. So we don't specifically have to look for that image uh, unless they've asked for it. Um, but then it kind of gives us a, an inkling as to what could be on the device. So there could be just that one or there could be hundreds, thousands, that kind of thing. So when you, when you went, so how, so what's the process? I want to talk a bit more about that and talk about how mm -hmm. obviously that's impacted you and impacts people you work with. But yeah, what, what, what's the process that, like what, what, what specific skills do you have that say a policeman doesn't have? So a policeman is there to obviously just to, to investigate the whole case as a whole, but what I specialise in, they probably wouldn't be able to do day to day. Um, so what I do is basically I plug into the phone, into a piece of software and do what I can to try and extract the data off the device. And why is that difficult if it's just on the phone? Uh, because it, the way in which you have to basically extract the data, um, there's like certain things that you need to do to access like certain modes to get uh, to get the data off the phone so you can't well it depends on what device you've got basically if you you can just get um devices which you just plug in click a button and it'll do it but there's some that are, aren't as straightforward as that so you're um, not you're not just logging into the phone in the conventional sense no, no, not necessarily, no. So this is in the cases if you don't have a login, you need to get stuff off it. The yeah. police don't know what... There isn't a way for police to just get round a lock. Uh, yeah, there is. There's, like, certain um, sections what they can uh, say, like, certain acts what they can... Uh, what do you call it? Read to the suspect to basically give up their passcodes and stuff like that. But even if a suspect doesn't give up their passcode, um, we can still gain access to the device through the software that we have. It's kind of like brute force in it. Yeah, and does it look... I don't know why this is interesting to me, but does it visually, what are you looking at? Is it... Are you just looking at um, a, like a, a folder tree? Or are you uh, looking at... Is there some sort of graphical representation of the phone and you're looking at it? What, what is it? What does it look like? So are you talking about the data that's extracted when it's extracted? No, I'm talking about what it looks like once it's... So do you get a video representation or a, um, a digital manifestation of the phone's f f face once, you've, once you're in? Um, no. So but You're just pulling we're... files down? Once we're in, basically, there's this software that we use... Um... So it will give us a bunch of instructions on how to try and get the extraction and we'll try and follow them. If we can't follow them, we'll find other advanced methods of trying to get the phone, uh, the data off the phone. But then it, it's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a 
say if you go, you see when you're setting up your iPhone or something and you're just basically clicking next, clicking next, and yeah. then it's kind of like that sort of process. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if it fails at a stage, you'll go back and you'll try and do it again. Okay. Um, and then once once you've got the data off the mobile phone, we ha- we put the extraction into like a another piece of software, which it produces it in like a, a readable format. So you'll have like a tree pane on the left hand side saying calls, contacts, messages, yeah, yeah, um, social media, and all that kind of thing. And then you can basically look at the messages and whatever you need to do, web history in 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 that kind of sense. <laughs> If 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 someone this is going to make it sound like I've got something to hide here, but if someone delete <laughs> if someone deletes something on their phone, is it ever actually deleted? Um, no, no, it because you'll still have remnants of whatever's been deleted in like the file system of the mobile phone. Yeah, so so yeah. the intention in terms of the size of the image is deleted, right? But there's yeah, but there'll be things like cache images and stuff like that. All uh, right, and what's the purpose of that? But why do the phones allow? Is it is it is there some sort of pre-agreement between law enforcement and the phone that this needs to be in there because they're just anticipating that phones be used for criminal activity, or is it just about um, how the phones function? Do you know? I think I personally don't know the answer to that, but I I would presume it's just how literally how the phones function. Yeah. Um. So. When when you say that, so there's there's certain agreements that that there are certain images that you're not you, you, you're not a, you're not given permission to look at, but mm-hmm. you must come across seeing graphic images constantly. Oh yeah, but like what I mean by not being like having permission, that's literally only when it comes to you having a victim's phone. Right. Yeah. Of course. But yeah. if you have a suspect's phone, you you're literally at liberty to um to look at whatever you want so 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 you're 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 having to see very disturbing images on a daily basis oh, yeah 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 100 percent. yeah every day um not every day because obviously we don't just deal with illegal images we deal with drugs murders all that kind of thing as well um so it's not every day that you'll come into contact with it okay but enough yeah, enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you uh, have you ever opened a phone, seen something, and go, "Oh my god, that's too much"? How do you do? You um, build up a resilience to it. What? What? How do you cope with it? I guess. So, when when you first see it, it's it's a fucking it's a shock to the system because um, you obviously you don't expect to see that kind of thing. Um, when, when when sorry I. Uh, you could be anything you're talking about. Are you talking about sexual images involving Se- ch- yeah, I'm children? Because and um, and violence as well. Uh, I, I've or not really so. seen a. I've not really come across a lot of violence. Just like the old WhatsApp video where you know, like things, beheadings and stuff like that that could so you, potentially just get set in sent in a yeah. A but it's probably. I mean, that sort of shit gets sent amongst mates, generally male mates. Yeah, anyway, exactly, doesn't. Yeah. All right, yeah. but yeah, so it's other stuff. So yeah, you're you're seeing these these images um, that are, you know, don't go. I mean, I'd rather not know any details, but no, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. but you, yeah. So what you see them, and how how much of your day do you have to spend looking at these images? What do you? What's the process? So you see the image, and then what? You have to log it. You have to what? So what we do is basically once we've extracted the data off the phone, um, we'll we'll get 
the media and we'll put it into another different piece of software and that will gather all the media and basically we use the categorization process um using that piece of software so then there's like no interaction with like the phone or anything at this point we'll just be um grading the media that's basically been extracted um okay but you are you're you are having to see these images and your colleagues are having to mm-hmm. see these images How, yeah. what, what is the impact on you what, what are, you, are you kind of and have you got to a position where you've kind of been desensitized to it um i think over time you learn not to let it affect you uh as you should to be honest yeah um so within like the place that i work everyone has like their different coping mechanisms if you like um but you i would say that you probably do need to be pretty thick-skinned and try not to take it to heart kind of thing um there's like a, you can imagine like there's like a lot of dark humor kind of like used and I've, i'd say that that's like a, kind of like a front definitely um, definitely it's like people that yeah no i mean that's really that's really normal in abhorrent situations to find comedy yeah. or find find a way of coping with it yeah. for sure yeah obviously it's not meant literal or anything like that no um, no, no i don't i think like, that's understandable we, yeah we all we all know like that we're doing this for a very good cause essentially um we're getting like these fucking horrible bastards off the street um that's kind of the way that i look at it mm. people look at it differently people deal with it differently um so you yeah. would you would you say that you've been negatively impacted by the by by looking at this stuff? Does it ever play on your mind at all? Or do you manage to do? You, can you switch off? Um, so I I have like different techniques as to like how to deal with it. So I won't look at this kind of stuff. Say like I'm like a Friday afternoon before I'm about to go to work. I, I never I always try and do it in the mornings. Um, so you've had time like, to process or. Yeah, so you have time to process it, and you have time to do other things as well. So, like, I might go and go on to another case that's got fucking nothing to do with, um, like, indecent images or anything like that. Yeah. How did you get this job? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, so I did... Uh a degree in computer forensics and security um and i kind of just went got into it from there really all right uh, but yeah what so it's just a standard career path for someone who does that is there anything else that you could have gone into or do you feel um, like there's some sort of socially 
gratifying role to like you said you're getting these people off the streets you're helping prosecute them um you know you're helping save i'm sure the kids already fucked up by them but do you know what i mean yeah the risk of them hurting anybody else isn't you know is less because you're doing it but is it is that the career path for a data analyst is it sorry a data analyst uh yeah so it it kind of just stems from literally the degree that that i did um there it it depends so like the degree you got that i did there's two paths that you could have gone down um, yeah. so it was digital forensics or cyber security i always found like that cyber security i felt like i probably wasn't clever enough to do that kind of shit um but you still need to have some sort of intelligence as well to do the digital forensic side of things. Yeah. Um, but I always thought that if I went down this route kind of thing, that I'd be able to work for the police in some capacity. Um, Cause I never really wanted to be like a, a police officer or anything like that. Yeah. I just kind of wanted to work in, in the public sector, um, doing something that's rewarding at the same time. Yeah, it de- it definitely is. Do do they do they offer you any kind of um? Do they offer you any kind of counselling? Uh, do do you know that they are aware of how impactful this is? Yeah, yeah. So like when you first sign up to the job, um, they basically outline that you're gonna see stuff that you shouldn't see on a daily basis, essentially. And they, well, my company does offer counselling services, and I'm pretty sure every company police force has the same sort of thing have you ever used it uh i've not personally used it no but I'm, a couple of my friends have used it before um but they've but just yeah. been they've been impacted by what they've seen and they just felt like they needed needed help yeah uh, i wouldn't say needed help um just kind of to talk to someone i think just talking to someone helps yeah um it's not necessarily like oh they need healing or something. No, no. It's it's more to just get things off your chest kind of thing. I think um yeah, I, I like I just like taking stuff home, isn't it? When you've got kids as yeah. well yourself. Yeah. It must be it must be it must be so difficult. What about other stuff? Yeah. What other type of crimes? Like is there like um do you have to deal with gang activity or is there is there way you know, what what other what other cases um, might you work on apart from indecent images? Um, so there's a lot of um, there's a lot of drug related cases. So like possession with intent to sell, um, we get we get a lot of that. Um, there's quite a lot of fraud cases we get. Um, uh, so like so like money laundering and that kind of thing. Yeah, and what and you're just looking for messages that incriminate them. Yeah, essentially, yeah. So and what? Then like... Sorry, mate, carry on. I was just going to say any like web history, web related um, searches as well. Um, so when you know when like WhatsApp says it's encrypted end to end, is it in, is it safe? Are your messages safe? Are you? Is there any privacy issues that you know with things like WhatsApp? So what what that end to end encryption means is just when you're talking to someone. That's what it means when it's end to end encryption. So like someone can't tap into your phone like remotely and look at that kind of stuff mm. um but yeah we we do see whatsapp messages that are extracted as well so so when when people think that they're 
their messages are safe and that people can't read them that's not true uh not necessarily not not all the time no and what about like uh things like telegram uh yeah I'll, honestly that's probably the hotbed for pedophiles telegram a, a lot yeah yeah a lot of a lot of them do use that why would they Come... use telegram as opposed to say whatsapp I honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I so, have no no clue. So, because I um, there, there's not only that. There's all kinds of stuff you can get on on. I didn't actually know that to be fair, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. A lot yeah. of dark net markets use yeah. things like Telegram to distribute yeah. stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but I I wonder why they would use Telegram. Like, is it's safer? Is it less easy to break into? Do you have you have you found ways of is 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 it more difficult to extract messages from telegrams is than it is whatsapp in your in your experience uh my experience is probably about the same to be honest um you telegram is one of them because it's relatively new i think in the digital forensics world um but i have seen cases where i i, I can see telegram images um but it it's kind of like device uh, dependent on whether it's extracted or not. So, because people are under the illusion that Telegram's secure. Mm, no, I w- I, no, I wouldn't say so. No. Wow, that's 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 interesting. I've got mates. I've a conversation with my mates that saying, "Oh, well, people are leaving WhatsApp to go to Telegram because there's some sort of issue with Facebook and that they own it and they're sharing yeah. it." But it really, it really, no matter. There's no more security in using Telegram than anything else. The- what whatever messaging services you're using is nothing safe. No, it's digital, and someone will find a way of getting that data. Yeah. Um. It's literally just a matter of time before, say, if someone said that, like you said, that tele- Telegram isn't um is very like secure. There'll be a time, like we are now, where someone has found a way to try and get that data. Um. And yeah, and but then, as well, if we can't extract the data, we we will conduct like manual examination, so like just taking pictures of chat threads and stuff like that. Uh, I've just read something here, um, so I don't. I'm, this is literally just pulled this out of Google, so this could be complete yeah. bollocks. It sounds like it, but um, it says, "Can police track Telegram?" And this is the response: Law enforcement agencies cannot make any sense, which is weird language, of the Telegram data they receive from ISPs because they don't have the encryption keys to Telegram. Does that make right. any sense at all? So ISP is like uh, in-system programming. So um, basically if there's like a mobile chip uh, inside a phone and there's like a certain data port which um, is used to like extract the data, we'll use like a soldering iron to solder bit of material onto that chip which will enable the use to try and extract that data which how long ago was that um Um, let me just check i'll click on the story i'll tell you uh it was media nama is the website it was november 28th 2019 yeah see there's there's tools that the tools that we have are updating all the time so literally a couple of months later that might not have been true what um so is there things that people can do to make their phones more secure so say say someone has a bank of images that what i don't get with pedos right 
Sorry, this is supposed to be sensible. <laughs> Pedophiles. You can say whatever you want. Well, no, but I've got, I'm trying to. I'm trying to permit a certain feel to this podcast that isn't like the other podcasts I do. Okay. So okay. I'm trying to be sensible. But paedophile, what what's their obsession with sharing shit? Like if like keep it if you're gonna and you don't want to get caught, just keep it on the why you've got to become a ring? Why have you got I, I guess I guess it's I, to I, get new images, I guess. I don't know. I honestly question this so much. I don't I just I could never understand that like that person's mindset. Um, do they do things that you think that was so stupid? Of course, you're going to get caught. Yeah, they they do things that they breach like uh, agreements, like because sometimes, say, if they're a, a registered sex offender or whatever, mm. and there's like something that's been set out that they can't delete their messages or whatever, and then they're arrested again and. There, you can literally see that they've deleted messages or deleted web history, and they've basically just breached what they agreed that they can't do. Essentially, so but they don't know that they that, that everything is nothing's gone, and you can trace everything. They don't understand that. Obviously I not. Don't know. I really don't know. I of course don't know. not. Of course not. So, uh, in in terms of a court of law, what you you dem- what you put forward as evidence in a case is deemed as expert. Mm-hmm and um expert it, witness yeah yeah and can be valuable in prosecution very valuable yeah 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 have you ever do you ever have to attend court so i so i've only been doing this for just just under a year and a half no just over in a year and a half sorry yeah um but we do get court trained um so for an eventuality where we might have to go to court but it is it's sort of a bit rare if you do. Yeah, they're take, um, just taking your interest. So like, yeah, so like I've had colleagues that have worked where I've worked for years and they've only been to court like two or three times maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, they, we, we're, we're always like prepared for that kind of eventuality. All right. I think that's it. If you, unless you've got any other interesting stories that you think you might have. Um, um, not particularly. Not that. Not that I'd be able to say. No, no, nothing. Nothing proper weird that you've come across. Um, you thought that was a bit odd. Uh, yeah. No. Fair enough. Probably better leave it there anyway. Is this something you <laughs> see? Can see yourself doing for years? Is it a career path? Can you go upwards? What? 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 How does a digital forensic so, analyst move? How, how does your career plan out? Uh. So it, it depends. It depends on the mindset of the analyst. To be fair. So like. I've always wanted to work for the police and I think I probably will eventually. That's the kind of route that I want to go down to. Um, yeah. yeah th- um, does your mum worry working. about you? Like, Does your mum worry <laughs> about what you see and you, what you, what it's going to do to your brain? Uh, not really, to be no. fair. No. She's, she's not bothered. Like, yeah. You should... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she fucking hates me. <laughs> uh, nah, she... She's she's always been supportive of like what I want to do, and yeah. she knows that like what I do is for a good cause. Yeah, I so. imagine she's really proud of yeah. it. Yeah. it's an yeah. interesting job. I don't know if you remember when you were, you was on the call, and I was like, "What?" It's just fascinating. Yeah. I, lo- I love listening to what what uh, what people do. And if any anyone you come across or you you know you think actually they, they have an interesting story, then then let me know because I'm I'm up for talking to anybody. 
Yeah. yeah. All right, Ryan. Well, um, yeah, I mean, crack on with all the good work. I'd rather you than me. I don't think I'd be have the mental... I can't even look. When some people send me stuff on WhatsApp, I can't even look. I can't, yeah. I can't even, like, if, if I, I... Do you know on WhatsApp it blurs out before the video? Yeah. yeah. I'll look at the blurred image and make a decision on that. <laughs> I won't even watch the first few seconds. And if the first few seconds I see any kind of flesh, I'm out, just in case. <laughs> like, is there stuff sent to you on WhatsApp that you think, mate, you shouldn't send that? That's... Oh, mate, everyone knows in like any of my group chats what they should or shouldn't be sending <laughs> right so because they know they know about the legal issue because they could get yeah. you in trouble right you, you what sorry you could get in trouble oh yeah absolutely yeah do they check your whatsapp Anyone at work could... do your bosses go right let's have a look at everyone's whatsapps <laughs> no no like things like, like ken bigley's beheading is that illegal to share that uh I, won't, I probably wouldn't say so, no, no. What is the legality then? This would be good for people listening so that they know. Because like, there's some things I get sent, I'm like, that's fucking, I'm not sure that's all right. I'd probably say more of a sexual nature. So anything that seemed to be filmed on a phone of a sexual n- nature, if the person hasn't given permission for that to be distributed, yeah. you're committing an offence. Uh, essentially, yeah. yeah. And what what is that offence, do you know? Uh, I wouldn't know to be fair. No. Okay. All right. So, so and anything where anything that's sort of of an age as well. If anyone looks young, yeah, stay out. What of can you get in trouble or with? Like, or with like animals and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Tons of that stuff. Yeah. Goats, <laughs> horses, everything. Donkeys. Yeah. No, that, that's yeah. not true. I don't. I don't like it, mate. I don't like gore. I don't like anything i don't like i don't even like watching fight videos i don't like any any of that i'm really weak minded i'm just i'd rather i know there's bad shit in the that's that's what i want to ask you mate do you do you um do you think less of what what's how do you feel about people like as a as a generally do you feel less about do you think less of people since starting this job um i think you honestly i think you do look at people differently um it's like it's kind of like a mindset of like, um, oh, they could be a murderer or something like that. It's it's kind of weird. I don't know how to explain it. No, um, I get it. I get it. Does it change but, how you interact with people? Not just saying, oh, that guy could be a murderer, but I, I, yeah. I, I, I a lot of people on here I've asked on this podcast. I think I've, I I asked the question: Are human beings good fundamentally? <sighs> no, human beings are bad. Really, they're so bad. <laughs> No, I, there's obviously some good in the world, but like I said, you you kind of look at people differently in a different light. Um, but yeah, it's probably not a mindset that I should have, but it is what it is. Well, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is, but it's also what you've chosen. And, and yeah. I guess um, the reason why I ask that is because I have the luxury of choosing what I see and what I let into my life. And mm-hmm. for that reason, I would I would answer that differently. I would say that people are good. Yeah. Fundamentally, the vast majority of human beings are ethically sound. Like yeah. everybody would be hypocritical and do bad things. I do bad things. I do things that are harmful yeah. to the environment and yeah. probably have been harmful to other people definitely in the past, right? Everybody yeah. does things that damages other people to some degree. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, hundred percent. But I would say, I would say, by and large, we are good. And I was just, I couldn't, I don't, I get think you could answer any other way when you you're exposed to realities of some yeah. people's minds. And what I get to see is the edited version of every person I meet, even people I know and I love. Everybody edits themselves to sit to be yeah. seen in a certain way. But what you're seeing is what people don't tell people. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, li- I literally just see everything that's bad in the world on a day-to-day basis, which is probably why my answer is the way it is. Of course. Of course it is. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's. I guess that's the kind of thing you might eventually end up needing to talk to someone about because it's not, like you said, that's probably not the best answer, but it's the truth yeah. for you, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Ryan, that's been fascinating. Really, really interesting. Uh, thanks for giving up your time on a Saturday morning. Um, Absolutely no worries, mate. And um, we'll see you soon, mate. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, man. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.